You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> It is January 22nd, 2022. You guys, what episode are we on, John? 98. This is 98. We're getting so close to 99. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, syndication, here we come. Yeah, syndication. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. big bucks. <laughs> you guys are good, uh, huh? Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You? I'm okay. Yeah, just Still okay. itchy as hell, but just I'm fighting it. I got to... Uh, for our listener, I, I'm having this rash that just keeps showing up on my neck and my chest and my legs and my hips, and it's really itchy. And I, I'm going to see an allergist on Friday. Well, Isn't that is, exciting, everyone? That is. What do they do? What do you? What, do you they, know what they do? One of the things blood? they do. One of the things they do is they do a graph on your back, a grid, and they poke you with, with a needle that's been shoved up a dog's ass, then a cat's ass. And then a piece of wheat, <laughs> and they they put put these sa these samples into into the little squares on the graph. Then you go back in a week or whatever, and whichever grids are raging red, it kind of tells them something. It doesn't sound like an exact science to me, but I'm desperate. I'll do anything. That actually sounds like I think uh, that sounds like uh, the trip Dave had in Thailand. I think they did that or something. I don't know for fun. Oh really? I, I don't know. They paid some main money for that. I don't know. Sir, did you have the omelet, the mushroom omelet? Yeah. Why? <laughs> there you go. I wonder what it is. I would, you don't think it's I, you know, I don't think I, I think just because it's showing up now, I don't think it's a food or no. environmental allergy. I think you switched laundry detergent or you've been rooting around in that poison ivy bed in your backyard or something mm. like that. Just, you know, it is something though. I I know it. Wakes me up every night when I'm burning and itching my shoulders. So uh, what if it shingles? Yeah. Uh, well, the dermatologist has seen it twice and he didn't say the word shingle. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And you've done blood work? No. They give you some cream? I've been using every kind of fucking cream you can imagine. Maybe Steroid should, cream. Maybe you should oh, stop God. with the creams. No, you got to go to the Asian guy. What's his name? That guy that we go does the acupuncture and the, all the herbs you got to drink. He'll tell oh, you exactly. Yeah, get some of those. Get some of those herbs for for our one listener. My kids, you know, just barely escaped death because of Chinese herbs. Imagine like a trucker's tobacco juice spit <laughs> in a uh, in a little plastic bag that you have to drink. Okay. And not drink. as tasty. Oh yes, not nearly <laughs> as good. It's like a dirt mushrooms mixed together you know wait probably... your kid your kid escaped death by doing the chinese medicine oh, yeah. or almost died from the chinese medicine. no 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 the chinese medicine was the only thing on the planet that saved both of their lives so my two daughters two different maladies do they still do it no 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 they just, you just had to do it for a little while one of them did it for like 30 days and the other one did her treatment for maybe two months and uh problem solved western medicine was like i thought you would get a little better but i didn't think you'd be well i'll find out from you after the name of the person i did i tried chinese herbs once too and i had that you know the tobacco juice in the in the ziplocs and all that stuff and and uh it did not work for me i, I did it for my anxiety and it, it, it didn't do anything and that's not to they, say it won't work on everything but yeah I, I would try that for something like that because that those people i mean for some reason yeah, it's yeah. like a thousand bucks. That's why I'm hesitant to try. Oh, you know? oh. Like I, I quizzed the guy. I said, how much success have you had? Because I know my insurance ain't going to cover this. You know? yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I think his his definition of success isn't, oh, you know, you have a skin problem. This will take care of your skin problem. His his thing is your skin problem is caused by an imbalance in your chi and i'm going to balance your chi and so you do whatever and your chi doesn't get balanced so you need to keep paying him the money well I jesus <laughs> i but i don't I think, know what that is you cure you cure they've learned you cure anxiety and that stuff now by uh magic mushrooms man that's what they're all like depression everything gone oh speaking of that did you guys read there was an article about you know marijuana cbds 
they have done some studies that say it can prevent there's some some success in preventing covid and the spray swear to yeah. god yeah so yes. it's it blocks it blocks covid from getting into your uh yeah cells or whatever uh you think it and it, did, did you read it from a legitimate source or was it like yeah it was it named us uh, on uh, facebook no no it was a, a i don't know if it was an npr article and I they it was, it, wasn't it joe rogan's podcast was it well he's a big podhead of course <laughs> jeez oh well the i know i didn't not no i don't know it was from like i think there was a, a you know a study in oregon a study in really in, in, in georgia well, there was one in england you know but there isn't enough data or data to to say this that you know because a lot of people saying well hold on now now don't be going off and buying and it's got to be a certain kind of cbd or something like that but and but you know what what if it is what if it what if it is in certain individuals i mean you got to get you know that shit's been around for a long time you know i mean come on maybe we did a couple podcasts on the 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 great powers of cbd right why i think a lot of where a lot of people make the mistake they think it's a it can cure anything and that's not true no no hence that you know if we did you wouldn't i'm reading reading about it in newsweek there's a bunch of magazines that talk about it it's a university of chicago study published on january 20th uh claims that cbd inhibits infection of the covid thing in cells and mice but it doesn't say you know oh it's more effective than a vaccine or you should use it or whatever it's just they're also yeah they're not taking into into consideration the fact that mice are so small you're not going to hear them coughing if they have covid so (laughs) yeah that's a cough well i mean i think it's like anything i think if you took some viruses and threw them on the counter and splashed them with bleach it works fine right but you know if you inject it into your sphincter it's harder to get it to the where you need to go and it burns trust me i know you know What doesn't burn putting something in your sphincter? Come on, let's be honest. All right. It's not, it's not really conducive to incoming, you know, objects or fluids. Come on, let's be honest. Though, you know, I will say, Danny, <laughs> speaking of speaking of your butt, the um yeah. I was watching, uh, yeah, go I was on. watching something on the internet yesterday, and it was it was this woman, and she's looking at her mother's Christmas tree collection. So imagine. And there's this woman and she's just acting, you know, making faces or whatever. And she looks at this, you know, little display of Christmas trees. You know, they're all kind of wooden handmade Christmas trees. And I guess the joke is one of them is a butt plug and either her mom doesn't know or whatever. And I and I was wondering, like, when did the when did the butt plug enter into polite society? Well, it, wasn't it the Wright brothers who sort of invented it after the plane? They figured the, out the plane. They figured, let's get, what could we put up our ass? It would feel kind of good. Well, no, I mean, Waffle, I, come I, here. I would imagine they had an accident. The, the plane's <laughs> stick shift broke off and the guy's like, hey, check this out. <laughs> what, that, this why, feels kind of good. Look. Why isn't Netflix doing a documentary on the evolution of the butt plug? That's what I want to know. There's, you, you're going to get, you're going to get some eyeballs on that. I'm telling you. You know what? That's a documentary I would watch. I think it would be so funny. We should make one. Uh, how, and how do you research such a thing? You go to the sex shops and say, "Do you have any butt plugs?" Uh, no, you just nah, it's a sex just shop. Google it like I'm doing now. The earliest <laughs> example, the early, earliest example of a butt plug I could find were rectal dilators used to help with constipation and hemorrhoids. Um, but but eighteen ninety three. Pleasure, we're talking, not not functional yeah yeah well i mean you know who like they invented it in 1893 who's to say that later in 1893 somebody was enjoying it i don't know wait a minute 1893 yeah you mean to tell me no one stuck anything up their butt until 1893 we've been around for thousands and millions no no no. i think this was a this was a proven fact this is a product (laughs) oh somebody somebody sold something i mean i think like they they pirates were always doing something weren't they I think before yeah. that, Grog the caveman probably found some stick and tried it. Yeah. Rock. And well, you still, know what? Yeah, and I, t- he... I tell you, the, I remember <laughs> when I went to Florence, uh, this is one of my one of my rants on religion. So you're in the Duomo, you know, that beautiful cathedral in Florence, and it's got the big dome and all that kind of stuff. And it's got these beautiful paintings of angels, you know, carrying Jesus around and everything's great. And then you look around the edge. They have a gift where, shop? 
in the, like in the poor seats, the, in the bottom of the painting, and there's all these little demons, and they're torturing people in hell. So you got, you know, up top, you got the nice stuff, but then here is like, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't do what, you know, Father <laughs> Touchy says, and it's uh, and, and it's and it's demons, and they've got fiery pitchforks jammed in, you know, uh, bad people's buttholes. <laughs> And that's just what they do. So there you go. You saw that? Yeah. yeah. Like it was, and the whole, the tour was, you know, if you Hit look at a here, postcard from there, you see, like, I'll try to find a picture of that, but <laughs> yeah. And there's just like these, you know, little, you know, fiery poker up your butt. If you, if you don't, if you sin, right. You know, that kind of thing, do wow. what I say, or the, you will get a fiery pitchfork up your butt for the rest of your life. But once again, we are talking about the Thanks, butt Jesus. plug as a pleasure item. When did that, like, you know, when that guy was coming up in 1893, was somebody sitting around going, Hey, you know what? We don't need to feed anything. We need this for, we need to serve this with a glass of wine, you know, and, 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 you know, a nice low light, some candlelight. We've got, we've got an evening now. You know? I was, I was reading the comments on this article. The, the article is the birth of the butt plug and it's by, uh, somebody what's her name Seymour uh, Miko yeah so she wrote this you know long one page article and the first comment on the bottom of the article is hi I just wanted to let you know that I have referenced your well-researched article in my Etsy store where I'm selling a set of Victorian rectal dilators no way are you you You're can look me. up Victorian anal plugs on Etsy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put a bid on it. Send me that link. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ye old butt ass plugger. Before the invention of sandpaper. Best of luck. <laughs> you know, just oh, an old yeah. whittler. Oh, I'll try to make that edge smooth. What if you, you know, there is? What? No, I was just going to say, what if you stumble upon that and you don't know what it is and you've been using it like, I don't know. A Christmas make... tree that goes yeah. back to the beginning <laughs> yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mom's, or, mom's or... <laughs> uh, homemade Christmas tree. And then you sniff it and you say, is that human? What is that? <laughs> <sighs> it's oily. Have I crossed the line? I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah, well there's some lines here, right? Nah. Line to buy the butt plugs. Anymore. Do you think uh, if you had a butt plug in just all the time and you sat on like a hard plastic chair, it would clank and everybody would be like, oh. They, uh, you know what they do? They go, you got to gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> it was just your glutinous bones hitting. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's that. That's it. That, so did they talk more about the birth? But does, does it say when it became... The like I said, the the pleasurable I, pleasure item, right? You know, like uh, you know, the the, the like oxycontin was a, was a functional. It served a purpose. Now it's pleasure, like yeah. that. Yeah, you stick oxycontin up your. Yeah, butt. The, it says the, <laughs> the, the author of this article can't find when it went from a rectal dilator to a pleasure thing, but she said the first official brick and mortar sex shop, which is somebody's specialty store for marital hygiene in Germany. In the 1960s, and uh, uh, sold products, whatever that she doesn't know. Oh, what? I look, <laughs> I look forward uh -oh. to having more information for the next anal August. So maybe there's a maybe every year they really focus on uh, butts. Anal August is uh, is that's a that's a month or is that a festival? What is that? Is there like a convention shirt I could buy? <laughs> yeah. I want to wear that anal August. I, uh, this this website is called <laughs> Sexual History Tour, and uh, you know, oh, that that's might what be fun. That's what you get when you Google stuff. You know, shit. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what you're gonna pick up? Well, you know, hey guys, I think there's a, uh, if not a sex shop, a new lingerie store here in our little town. It, I, lingerie I'm, or sex shop? I don't know. I drove by. I saw it yesterday. And really? it's, it's on the street that, you know, always does the, you know, Friday night, you know, yeah. You know, with one all of the, them, the, one of them things. Yeah. 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 And it's right, right. It's actually down the street from you, Kel, you know, on the, perfect. I mean, it's, it's, it's on the other side. It's, it's close to that, close to the handy market, but on I, the other side of the street. Oh, so here's another article. It talks about butt plugs were used to, uh, solve headache problems and they were called ass perens 
Bam. Ass friends. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Hey, honey. Yeah, the fellas just told me there's a sex shop down the street. Let's check it out today. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it looked like a new shop and then, and I, it didn't have the stuff hanging, but it had, you know, the lingerie and stuff, you know, but oh. I thought that was very, you know, it's almost across the street from the gun shop. <laughs> so I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't know if that's a, a sign. You go, know? go buy a little something for yourself. Get something. Kill two birds with one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guys at the gun shop are wearing that stuff underneath their camo. Yeah. Or they're shooting the wrong things. Right. Oh. Good God, man. <laughs> Good I, God. Found out to, I found out today, speaking of guns, oh. you know, my, uh, my brother-in-law passed away this summer and they mm -hmm. sold all of his stuff at auction, you know, 70 guns, wow. motorcycle, old beat up car, things like that. And um, two of the guns turned out to be illegal. They went, you know, you. In what way? Uh, they were stolen, sounds like. Do you think he stole them or he bought them from somebody and didn't know they were you stolen? You know what? The thing is, in Tennessee, it's perfectly legal to buy and sell guns in the parking lot outside of a gun show. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say it was a unintentional, uh, you know, illegal transaction. But like if you. Sure. We went to a, a gun show and bought a handgun. I mean, there's, it's not like you can hang on. Let me Google the number on the side of it and see if everything's good. You're just like, Hey, did okay. you steal this? I didn't steal this. Okay. Well, here's a hundred bucks. You know, and they have to sound like that too. That's, that's a yeah. given. Yeah. Yeah. I'll but tell you, you what, I didn't steal no gun. <laughs> well, now hold on a second. So it wasn't that the hang gun, on, was let me adjust my butt plug. There you go. Aspirin. Um, the, it's not illegal. It was the guns weren't illegal. They were just stolen. I thought you meant illegal, like they were were manufactured or it was something. Ill, I think it was illegal to. Well, no, I think if you you can't sell a stolen gun, so that that Makes activity it, was illegal. Yeah. The gun was just stolen, so they'll turn it into the local sheriffs, and those guys will just keep it at their house. What if it? What is it? Was it used in a crime? That's what I want to know. It's like why? Uh, man, I you know? know who who knows. Do you think they do that? Do you think then when you go to these auctions or gun shows and that you don't know, what if the guns were used in a crime that's not been solved? So you could, do they do ballistics tests on all that stuff? They don't, I mean, do they? they? Most of the time, I don't think they give a shit. Well, I, I mean, you know. if they, if they really did give a shit, they would, they would check it pretty serious. Like if, well, you, you know, think they'd have some a young white person gets murdered or something? Yeah. Oh, they'll yeah. they'll be looking. Yeah, yeah woman, we'll look at all the guns. Woman gets killed. But you know, if they <laughs> if they did care, they wouldn't let you sell them in a parking lot, and they would have some kind of database to say here are the numbers of all the guns, and we're we're looking for these you know ten thousand stolen ones, and you know, I don't I don't I, you know the thing is like back home I don't worry too much about guns because mostly they are men who have dozens and dozens of guns and safes and vaults in their basement or whatever. And to me, they're just off the street. What the hell do you need with 70, 200,000 guns? You know, what you do you need with seven guitars? Well, I mean, seven guitars, you could show to people and have a good time. But if you have 70 guns, I could you, show them to people and have a good time. No, no, you can't show them to people because you're terrified that <laughs> somebody's going to steal them, steal them. <laughs> So then you have to take one of the guns and shoot the people. Yeah, you've always, you've always got one tucked right back there near your butt plug so that you can, you know, protect yourself. <laughs> what happens to you? Shoot your butt plug off. Boy, that and now you now you lost the handle. You can't get it out. You lost the string. Yeah, you need you need some uh, metamucil to help blow it loose. You know, or a mallet. Just push it all the way in. <laughs> a mallet. Have somebody just hit you in the big toe. Comes right out. Oh, do you think it would be possible? Do you think it would be possible in some way if you attach a long string to something no. you can swallow? No, no, and then it would, you it swallow dissolve. it. Really? Yeah, your stomach acid is pretty heavy. It no, has no, to I'm be saying, a metal but, string. Really? But then you poop out the 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 your anchor. And I was thinking, could you floss like this? <laughs> You know, all the way through your intestines. Because oh, yeah, you're, you're also, you're also going to need. Gonna, like, I'm going to look up the video. Gonna, Hang on. Your rope's going to have to be about thirty feet. Well, that's a lot of snaking in there, eh? 
well, you got all those guitars. Why don't you just tie all those guitar strings <laughs> together? And this, you know, they're, they can, you know, they bend a little bit, you know, you know, you make yeah, sure but they you hurt me when I put them in my ass <laughs> because the knots are, are you well, know, unforgiving. Use some olive oil, something, you know, something that'll, you know, but that's it. You're, you know, cause it happens when dogs and cats, that's how you get those dingleberries, right? You know, they have a piece yeah. of hair, right? Yeah. You know, has that ever happened to you? What? <laughs> that. <laughs> Well, the last time I ate a guitar string, it did, it, it, you know, I had something going and it was, and it was actually sound pretty, pretty. I think it was, you know, I think it was a key of G flat. It was really nice. Wang. Okay. I think I've, uh, <laughs> I've made our seven listeners reach for the volume knobs. Yeah. I'm like, God, these guys are to turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> They're so pathetic. Us, Boy. not, not the lessoner. They're just saying, Oh God, these yeah, people, yeah. John, what are you doing? I'm looking, at, I'm looking up this thing about a yoga instructor swallowing a piece of cloth and see if it could come all the way out the other end. But then I got stuck into <laughs> cats eating balls of yarn and they start, they start pooping it out. And so the owner is trying to be helpful and grabs a hold of it while the cat sprints away in terror. And then you just get <laughs> like 10 feet of shit covered yarn on your carpet. But a clean inside. Yeah. No cavities. Yeah, you know? I, don't, I don't. I think you know what I'm I don't think say? you could do that. That's the kind of thing you should not do. <laughs> because okay. Think, because think about it. If you if you swallowed some string, and say it takes a, takes 24 hours, 30 hours, to, you're gonna have string hanging out your mouth for 30 hours. Yeah. 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 It goes dog. Yeah. But um. So yeah, you got to have this, you know, you go into a restaurant, you go to Target, whatever, there's this little thing of, you know, string hanging out your mouth and they're like, "Oh, you're doing that swallowing something till you crap it out." Thing, aren't you? Yeah, but if you're if you're unemployed and you got nothing better to do, fuck, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'd like well, to me- deal with clients with a little little string hanging out of my mouth. What is that connected to there, Kelly? Well, you know what? Here's, here's an idea. Just get a little piece of string and hang it out your mouth and tell them that's what you're doing. And they'll oh, yeah. be like, oh, shit. Just then you could record their faces when they, when they have realization that they need to get the hell out of there. And, and you, look at, you look at them with, with knowing looks and saying things like, it's getting close. It's getting close. <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'm, I'm, you'd have heard of a cleanse. This is the ultimate floss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then. And then you drink a little bit of shellac and you got a floss and gloss. <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe this is one of the events at uh, anal August, you know, the, oh, man. You know, the- well, I mean, think, think about that. If you really did it and it did come out the other end and you had the string, you could tie like a little ping pong ball <laughs> or something on the end of it. And then just grab the yarn coming from your butt and pull and see if you could go all the way through and loosen up the gum and crayons and uh, you know, old tic tacs and centrum pills that didn't whatever just <laughs> be just like you just be dredging the river okay if i offered you guys think of a good number 10 no twelve thousand dollars would you try it no okay i think you'd die i think it, i think it would die literally die? yeah it would, it would kill you yes and i'm not, not sure it. i'm not sure what kind of string you could swallow that would make it past the stomach acid not only that, I think I'm I'm pretty pretty okay with that. I don't think I need to floss. I don't think I've got some plaque or built up down there. You I know. could use the twelve grand though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess you could. Then uh, I and after you pay me, I'm happily at the bank, looking at the guy with a little bit of sweat and tears in my eyes from the pain. Mm-hmm. Like, could you deposit this, please? I need to go get more yarn. Yeah. Yeah, what if it breaks in there? That's the other thing. I'm like, shit, oh. you got to go in there and you got to, you know, you got well, half of it, half of it in the gut and the other half in the lower intestines. And then you're like, oh, oh boy. Now well, you don't you use something that's going to fray. You use, you know, you use like <laughs> steel wool stretched out or something. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll uh, let you do that and you let me know how that works. And if it okay. does. Great, I'll come over with the you know the Polaroid and get some shots. But you're not, but you're not committing to the twelve thousand dollars that you're. Gonna no, 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 no. Well, then use it, my asshole. Why would I do it then? 
Because you got nothing better to do. You're the one thinking of it. I'm... <laughs> no, you're supposed to say, well, you thought of it, Dickless. What the fuck is that? Did we lose John? Where are you, John? What are you? No, you know, I, are I'm you, just, you... I'm still looking at cat. <laughs> oh, God. But stuff. Uh, that's an image you can't get out of your head. Yeah. What else is going on, fellas? What else is happening in our world? Well, you know, I had, we move I, on to another body part, please. Yeah, you know, I, I slow had a, news day here. I had a to, I had a topic for oh. today. Oh, I had, a, I really had a great. Uh, Danny and I both had a great topic last night, and we totally forgot it. I forgot mine. Yeah, oh, no. I did too. It was it was good, but I had something that I was that I, I there. We were all there. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't bring it up. It was just like, oh, I have a I have a rare oh. topic for the podcast, rather all than right. just you know sitting around screwing with stuff yeah. um and i got tired of us talking about coronavirus donald trump uh politics yeah that's not you know, economic collapse whatever so here's here's the thing i've been working on <laughs> a book and it's a a new book in conjunction with my brother and my father and the, basically the idea is you know how they used to have those books that you're uh like your grand, your grandma would have in the bathroom next to the toilet, like jokes and, you know, Bible verses, things like that. You didn't have that like bathroom yeah. reading. Yeah. It was kind of little books. And they're, and they're always like really weird shapes. You know, maybe they hang on the doorknob or they just like wedge. They were them. designed for that. They were yeah. made. They were made for you to read on the shitter. Right. So I'm making a book, a, a shitter reading book. And the premise of they the have, book. They actually have that uh, aisle at Hobby Lobby. It's called the you know shitter reading book. Oh, it's right. Is it right next to the Bibles? No, it, I no. Oh. It's right next to I don't know, like the fake firewood or driftwood. Um, <laughs> fake firewood. I heard that, that <laughs> I heard that contributors to People Magazine. There's a there's a Bible they have to follow, and it has to the, your article and story can't be any longer than a shit. You have to be able to read it in in one <laughs> shit. Hence this book, not including the wipe. So yeah. <laughs> use it as the white so anyway yeah. okay so anyway about your your trying to books. get away from <laughs> i'm sorry i brought that up so it's like when you fart no go ahead everything <laughs> leads see, to a butt plug <laughs> everything leads to a butt plug today do what the see, hell do you see some yarn don't pull it no <laughs> the, uh... so that's the name of the book <laughs> It is now. <laughs> so here's the thing. I I have this idea for a book, and it's just a hundred things that you need to know. Right. And I'm 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 toying around with you know 12 different titles, but basically just a hundred general facts about life that you as a as a young man need to know to kind of live a a, a happy life where you don't embarrass yourself. So my original thought was maybe, maybe you're in your twenties or you're a little bit older and you're like, you know, last night, I well, here's, here's the thing. Last night we were, Danny and I were talking about wallets. So we both have a, a wallet that currently does not have any holes or Velcro and you know, they don't, they don't come apart. So like one of my not, things, not was, even afraid. Yeah. I have had, some shitty wallets in my time, you know, and you go, you go somewhere and they're like, and you're like, Oh no, I'll, I'll pay. Velcro it open and get okay. out. Your credit card. Yeah. You know, that joke <laughs> or whatever. So it's like, you know, you should have, a, you should have a wallet when you become an, a mature adult, you should have a wallet that you're not embarrassed of. You should, you know, have a, I, I'm a firm believer that you should always have a wedding and funeral suit that you can wear because, you know, you go, you go to a funeral and you're like, well, I don't, I don't actually have a jacket. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's not the kind of situation you want to be in. Pain in the ass, but you know, probably a necessary thing at some point. So I've compiled this list of you know a hundred things I think you should you should do. You know, like learn how to do things and you know uh, start saving for retirement. You it's know. like wor words. It's like words of advice, tidbits yeah. from a man been there, who's getting been older there. Yeah, been there, everything. done that. This is what you need to know. So it's everything from. Can I contribute? Uh, that's I what that's idea. That's what I'm asking for. So I, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody would want me to go through my list of a hundred things, but I would want to know what are your guys' lists of things that you think young people should do or know or be aware of or look out for as they, okay. as they go. All right, Kelly, give it to me. 
Okay, about number 25. I wouldn't call it number one. It's not the most important, but, uh -huh. but 25. When you're at someone's house, say at a party or something, and you have to poop, mm -hmm. always do a halftime flush to avoid plugging the toilet and having to go ask for a, a um, plunger <laughs> and embarrass yourself. So do, a so do a halftime flush. A mercy flush. <laughs> I like half time. <laughs> okay, no, that's, that's it. That's all I had to contribute. That's wow, I mean that's, that's wise. That... I mean, there's nothing like going to you, the host of your dinner party and saying you got a, you got a plunger, <laughs> or maybe a, a golf club I could borrow. <laughs> you got a snake? I'm gonna snake that out for you. Oh wow! I don't. Okay, man. that's that's all that's you got. One thing. Yeah. One. If you guys take a turn, I'll bet I'll come up with another. All right, uh, come on. Dude. I'm I'm, I'm actually still. I mean, that, yeah, I, I think that's somewhat important. But boy, I, that's number twenty five. You, you, there's only twenty four things that get you to, to that. I mean, I, I just don't. Well, know. because I don't think it's paramount <laughs> importance. All right, Danny. But, how about let me let me let me feed let me feed unless you it a happens topic. to you. Boy, is it important, <laughs> Danny. Let me feed you a topic. If you okay. were if you were a young man in your uh, you know, mid to late twenties and you're like, okay, I've got to, I got to buckle down and, and get on with my life. What advice would you have about women? Hmm. This would be number three. Well, we don't see that. The great thing is we don't have to come up with the numbers. You write them all okay. down and then you this is, uh, do them alphabetically or by, I had, originally I had categories like money and drinking women and, uh yeah philosophy stuff like ball, that ball movements mm -hmm. <laughs> string <laughs> rectal dilators uh, oh oh well that was my advice or, or how about uh, um, if, if women's too challenging which it may be what about um what about taking care of your health you i got used to, used I got to work in the gym yeah yeah um okay i guess you know whatever you would find that would work for you as far as exercise, find that early, you know, don't try to be, don't, if you're not a weightlifter, don't try to be a guy that went, you know, no matter what the books say, Oh, you, you know, you can, you know, you can deadlift, you know, 300 pounds or any of that stuff, unless that's your passion, but find something that health wise related, you know, whether it's, you know, for me, I, I don't like, I, I never have liked working out or exercising for exercise's sake, but you know, playing tennis or riding a bike to go somewhere or doing something like that. What find that and then make that part of your everyday, you know, or at least three times a week or something like that. Because I think for me, you know, everybody gets caught up in, well, they say I need to do this. I need to do, do three times a week cardio. And I do this. I'm, I don't think that I think you got to find something you do that you really like, right. That is beneficial as opposed to that yeah. Is, yeah. is my health choice i don't know if that's profound enough but you know what i think we're going back to the women i think what i i would tell my young self right is that every conversation you have with a woman right they you got to be much more interested in what they are and what they're about oh right? no really yeah Wait, explain that. I need to be interested in what they're interested in or in them. No, putting them, in, you know, going, put the focus on them, right? You know, like talk to them like you really. chicks love that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do, you know, they, you know, because a lot of times we, we try to be impressive. You're, you know, we try to impress a woman by saying, well, you know, I, you know, I was a track star or, you know, I, I played Let guitar. me show you this trick with a ball of yarn. <laughs> That's a great lead. What do you think about this? <laughs> do you like the Victorian era? Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got this website. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, all right. So that's I, good. Yeah. Yeah. Focus, yeah. focus on, yeah. Focus on your, uh, significant other. That's and, cool. and then in another thing about, I just thought of is like, don't ever, you know, what you think is interesting. Right. And, and I know, I know this guy I know, right was very into toys as an adult right like all kinds of toys right and that was his like he collected them he actually had in his room two big shelves above his bed of toys right and i walked in that room right and i was with another buddy and we both kind of looked at this and like 
this is the place you take girls to and you've got you know you've got your you know your gi joe doll and your you know your tinker toys and all these things grant they're they're great toys right they're 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 you know maybe they were yours they're your own or maybe you you're in the collecting but don't put those above your bed just don't like because when the girl goes you know and you're in and, and you know and she, you know you're going at it she's going to be sitting there fucking looking at buzz lightyear or fucking woody or you know or something. <laughs> like come on okay. just, yeah exactly you know what happened just, to that guy did he ever did he ever uh yes he did i i actually met the woman you know I, well at the time he he was not married to her he dated her but i don't think they got married i don't know where he is now he, he i used to work with him and now he's gone to another place but and i'm sure he's married by now but i'm like i want to see and i haven't seen him for about 20 years i'd love to say you still have your toy collection above your bed and yeah. how's that working out for you you You're know still single right yeah <laughs> you know I don't know. Those are the kind of things. I had, a, I, I had, I had another one and it should be oh. that you, uh, you should always have one good joke ready. For, now this is for women or just period? Just, just period in, in life. Like there, you know, you need to know a joke. I don't know why you need to know one, but if like someone said, Hey, tell us a joke or you're at dinner or whatever, you know, if you don't have one, that's that sucks. Really, but, but be cautious, right? I mean, don't, don't like. <laughs> yeah, what's the difference yeah. between Neil Armstrong and Michael Jackson and telling it at Thanksgiving? You don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I, that's an interesting thing because what if you can't? Okay, and, you and can I, look them and up. I, there are plenty of joke things. Oh get, no, no, go, no, no! Hold go on, get a one. No, but you know this. We we've had this discussion. Some I can I we can have the same joke word for word and if the three of us tell it one of us is going to be funnier and i can tell you right now it's not going to be me right yeah, i don't it, no it doesn't it doesn't have to be an award winner and it could be no it's not even whatever, talking but about I mean, the joke it's like can you tell the joke that's it you know so you've got to maybe maybe the joke is very short then you know you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be a long exposition joke that uh you know, that fails when nobody can remember the punchline or you know, whatever you just have, you know, John, that's a good, that's a good top 100 piece of advice though. I, I would yeah. put that in there. Yeah. 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 But then see, like, you know, Kelly said, be careful because what that one good joke is that kind of defines you. Right. Oh no. Oh right. yeah. yeah. It does. Well, that's, because That's why I struggle because for some reason, the only joke I can remember <laughs> When, oh, no. when I put when you put me it's on the meta, spot, baby. Is, no, is the one uh, what's a girl from Alabama say the first time she has sex? And that's not the kind of joke you want to tell in Alabama. Your, your go, your go. No, Alabama, they get it. I mean, it's, you know, come on. Yeah, they, they love that shit in Alabama. And I, you know what? I like Alabama. What's not but, to like? Uh, yeah, what's not to like? But, it's sweet. Um, it's home. <laughs> but yeah i think i think it is important like what if you were at a you know a table or, or something you know you're just having dinner with a bunch of people and you you know boy i don't know if i could joke. pull that off i don't know if i could do you know that i'm the king of of saying the wrong joke at the wrong time thinking what could be i heard a comic say it <laughs> you know yeah. well that brings us to another thing you need to know one of the hundred things you need to know is how to really apologize. Oh, wow. That's yes. That is big. how to really sincerely apologize and be sorry for something like telling that shitty joke or telling I, that. Joke. I, I, that is, yeah. Apologizing is probably pretty underrated. Yeah. Um, I thought of another one. Hold on. Uh, uh, while you're while you're thinking of that, I'll tell you another one because I'm okay. Yeah, do do I'm, do. I'm kind of primed here. One of them is don't compare yourself to other people. You that's oh, a, geez, that's yeah. a real trap, right? So if you're like also oh, impossible not to compare yourself to other people, though. Yeah, but I mean, I think it it that's true. But you should you should try to yeah to not do that, right? Because I mean, yeah. Look, look, yeah, you know, look at acting, right? You're you know, wait, I'm the I'm the same age and have the same hair color as this guy. How come he's the lead on the whatever and i'm not you know you get you get into all those kind of things with any vocation or sports or you know oh why can't i but you're but you're you 
and you do your own thing. And this is, this is your story. So try not to compare yourself to other people because you, because you know, you don't know, you don't know their whole story. Maybe they're the greatest, yeah. whatever, but when they go yeah. home, they, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. Yeah. That's, that's especially now. I mean, that's more important than ever now than anybody else, you know, than anything else. Yeah. Cause you look at all those, you know, TikToks and YouTube videos and Instagram pictures and everybody's like, Oh, I didn't, you know, this, this person lives such a great life and I, you know, they didn't invite me to a party or this Instagram influencer has the thinnest waist of, you know, whatever. And that's, that's all fake. Yeah. 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 That's all a right. good one. Did you, you think about you? number 32? Okay. What, uh, what did you, did you come up with another one, Cal? You were thinking? Oh, uh, no, I, I didn't. Uh, oh, yes. Only cause I just saw this Ted talk and all of our kids must watch it. It's really good. Um, don't waste your 20s. Because there's this saying going around, well, 30 is the new 20. And so a lot of people are looking at, well, the 20s, I'm just going to get a job and little, some little job. And I'm just going to be high all day, every day and party. Uh, and I, I'd say, don't waste your 20s. Do some things in your 20s that give you identity cred. Like what? That's give me what some, I was saying. Give me some. Give me some twenties examples. Twenties. Write a script. Try to sell it. Grab a camera. Make a little. Only these things that I relate to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm. um, uh, maybe find love. You know, uh, gets harder as you're 40, 50, You know, then it, then it gets softer in the twenties because because you look hotter. It's easier to get love. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great TED talk, by the way. This this psychologist talks. I'll tell you guys what it is after. Wow. I forget what it, I forgot what it is now. Um, my daughter told me about it. Hmm. Well, Who's in her twenties? Well, okay, here's here's okay. another, got another one. Got, yeah, I got I got I got a hundred of them. Give me lots. Send flowers. Right. Really? So I went to, like I said, you know, my brother-in-law passed away in June, and. You know, I'm the kind of person that, you know, somebody, you know, like a friend or, you know, somebody, a, a friend's relative or someone dies or whatever. And you, you kind of know them and you're like, oh, well, I don't want to send any flowers. It costs a hundred bucks to, you know, exactly, whatever. Yeah. And it's what it's really worth it. I mean, the Why? flowers, the flowers themselves don't last and all that kind of stuff. But when you're at a funeral and you're just kind of wandering around killing time and you're reading the cards and, you know, you you're like, oh, wow, this person went to the trouble to send flowers. Hmm. And when you're there in that moment or, you know, those kind of things, it's like, that's when it counts. I mean, you, should you give flowers to your loved one? Should you take flowers to, you know, whatever? Yeah, flowers are great. You should do all that kind of stuff. But if you are close enough and you know somebody and they had a death in their family or whatever, you should send flowers because it's, it's, it's impactful. Mm -hmm. impactful for sure and definitely mm -hmm. there's no chance that it's a bad choice oh yeah yeah i i had a, a buddy of mine passed away and he lived outside of london and i called up a florist nearby there and and the lady was like oh wow i can't believe that you're you know calling from the states to or you know i'm like yeah just yeah don't let me down mm -hmm. my lady yeah, and because that's also one of the things too. Flowers is it, it's it has obviously a shelf life, but it's in the moment. You know what I mean? So you can you could get it and be surprised, yeah. and the beauty is there. But it's you know it's not going to last. You know, and it's a, it's a it's an interesting gift. I've always found it that way because yeah yeah you know it 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 does show support and all that, but it's not something you're going to have to you know. Like, like some people say, oh, well, send a plant that way. They, you know, no, then that becomes something, an obligation or. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. I always send fake flowers. <laughs> They're maintenance free. They look great. Just keep, yeah. them on the, keep them there on the back of the toilet when you get home next to this book. <laughs> next to the <laughs> book. <laughs> and, the plunger, and the plunger. Yeah. That way you don't, don't have to worry about that. Yeah. What if you designed the book to kind of slide around the handle of the plunger? So it's like, you know, they're all right there together. Or that little brush thing that you that you can use or whatever. And that's you don't waste valuable storage space for the hundred things you need to learn when you're taking a 
halftime flush. Don't you think there's this book out there already? There's got to be. Somebody's already done this. Of course there is, but they haven't done this one. Oh. I'm not using somebody else's hundred or thousand. I think a hundred points written concisely compiled into a into a book and each thing is like one page. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. I got a better That's the idea. kind of books I read. I, I, <laughs> that's a bad I'm going to send you one as soon as I get it. No. What if you did this? What if you have a blank book sitting next to the toilet and you say, write down one thing that you should know. So the next right. person come can read it and you've got to write one in. And <laughs> you know what you do? Yes, a guest book. You take the, the roll of toilet paper with, with you when you leave. And the last entry in the book is have extra toilet paper on the back of the fucking toilet. Or just have the page torn like somebody had to use it. Oh, yeah. you know, that's a great one. That or damn get, book that John wrote. You, know, you get a little, you get a little uh, brown finger paint and write an entry <laughs> with that. You need a new pen. Yeah, <laughs> pen out of ink. Is there a refill for this? Wait, I'm working on it. Jeez, <laughs> uh, uh, all goes back to the butt plug and the yarn. Oh, I got one. Oh, you got one. If you have kids. How can I put this? Um, I we I was a, a bad what do we call them T Rex parent? You know, always standing behind. Let me do it for you. I'll, I'll helicopter, helicopter parent. Yeah, don't helicopter parent. I would say avoid doing that because it doesn't help anything. I would say. Really? Maybe when yeah. they're learning to walk. Well, that's different. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, I learned, I learned that that early, like yeah. my, my oldest daughter, I tried to do all these things and um, she did not always respond well to my badgering her to do her homework or yeah. those kind of things. And so that's the stuff I'm talking about. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere along the way, my wife and I said, well, you know, you're in second grade now you can do your own homework. And when we, you know, cause like you should have a lot of homework when you're in first grade. Right. But uh, we just kind of got off her back and she thrived except when she really hated us for a while and, and didn't do stuff to punish us. And that, and that one teacher they had in, uh, in seventh grade, that seventh grade. Yeah. Seventh grade. She had a teacher that she didn't like the sound of her voice and she was just really annoying. So she didn't want to do her math homework. And we're like, well, I don't, who that was. I don't, I don't tell me that. after. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's uh, punishing her as much as it's punishing you, but mm -hmm. um, you know what? Yeah. I just go ahead. No, the, the, the second you know one had an easier road because of that. First one paved the way and broke us down. <laughs> the, the, like, <laughs> like they do. You know, I was thinking another thing that I think some, you should at least witness in your life sometime. If you testimony, no, you should witness the birth of something, whether it's a, a child or a birth of an animal. Actually, not, not something you can YouTube, but I'm trying to actually be in the physical presence of the birth of something. Or the, saw, at least the conception of it. I saw a uh, I saw a little lamb being born at uh, Mount Vernon, George Washington's home, when I was there. Not bad. <laughs> no, I've actually and then I've seen uh, like kittens. I've actually seen a horse being born, and then obviously not the birth of my children. But if you if at some point just to be in that presence of something of, of the creation of or the coming of life, right? Not the creation, I guess, but. The, the breaking of your life i think that was a, that's that's a, an awe-inspiring thing yeah. you know i mean obviously your kids is very good you know because it's just very emotional but you know just seeing birth i don't know that's that's good that helped the circle whole circle of life thing i tell you i've got i've got um one more before we beat this yeah dead, dead horse is i don't think that a person should aspire to buy luxury products Right, like a like Gucci and Prada and that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't think that that really has any value. You know, you yeah. you, you want to buy a a belt with a you know giant label on it or a handbag that costs ten thousand dollars or whatever. That's 
It's not it's, about it's that stu- thing. It's, it's, it's stupid money else. unless you're yeah. rich. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, even, then, even if you are rich, you could you could do a lot better just having a functional purse and giving some money to a soup kitchen or something. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. But listen, don't isn't there like one item, whether it's a luxury item, let's say, that you know that you probably paid too much for? Not that in you know. Not at a guitar that appreciates or something, but you know maybe maybe that is your only luxury item. But if you're going to buy a luxury, item, it's got to mean something other than the fact that it has a label on it. You know, I've always wanted. You know, you know people like oh, I've always wanted. You know, work my ass off. You know, and I've always wanted to have a Cadillac, the top of the line Cadillac. Yeah, I could have gotten the Toyota, or I could have gotten a better Honda, or whatever. But I've always wanted this, or you want something else? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I think there's a, I think that's okay if there's really something that that's just kind of you know what you think but yes just buying luxury items because well it's Louis Vuitton blah blah blah, blah you know all that stuff no even if you have I got another one silly money have two kids so you can learn how to raise one with the first one yeah make your mistakes on the first one and discard then- <laughs> yeah discard one of them yeah I'm not sure that always works <laughs> no <laughs> oh well i can't wait to get this shitter book that's gonna be cool mm. yeah i need to i need to come up with a some really great cover art i don't know i don't know what that's gonna great be. it's a great oh uh, yeah. well, that I and i don't think i'll how about a 14 year old standing there and and behind them are angels floating <laughs> with advice you know, that's that's true. From my childhood, I can tell you there was a, a strange proportion of ceramic angels to toilets in my life. You know, you go what? you go you go to anybody's house, you know, and as a guy, you're standing there taking a pee or whatever. And then like, there's always some ceramic angels on the back of toilets all across the south. I don't know. I don't know. It's I've like every ever noticed that I've every uh, maybe they don't do it in Canada or here. You remember wow. the glade, like the glade air freshener that you kind of pull, yes. it's the, pull the top up, you know. So there's yeah. that, and then there's like a little, yeah, little, yeah. little angel with their wings praying that you have a, <laughs> you know, complete bowel movement, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just on everybody everywhere, and maybe some potpourri that smells like uh, peach, that kind of stuff. That's yeah. it's every bathroom in the South in the wow. 70s. Yeah, a lot of people have told me, and I've read it many times. Uh, keep a journal that might be a good, oh good Mike, that's it that there you go right there that is what? number one for me that is, is that is that is the there you go perfect that is number one okay but danny do you currently keep a journal no that's the number I, one thing but you're would you, you be happier it? if you did oh my god yes oh my oh, yeah. god yes if i would if i right now i don't have that discipline and i'm too old but if somebody would have told me 20 years old when i moved in you could huh? start now. I could, I could, but it, it, you know what? Right now, it caused me anxiety because I would be writing down all the things. You know, I would, I would be thinking, shit. I wish I would have done this five years ago, ten years ago, forty years ago, because I can, you know, because nowadays, and this is kind of, this is funny. You bring this up because nowadays kids are doing this, but they're not writing journals. They're making all these stupid movies or TikToks or whatever, and they're, you know, they're, they're. Uh, documenting their life right but it but there there's a little bit of a detachment from it because it's just facts it's just oh here this is what i did today this is what i ate this is what i oh this is me and my friends at disneyland whatever but when you write something right usually it's in a reflective moment right because you're not always having a pen in hand right you're either at work let's say you're 20 years old you're at work you're out with your buddies but then that night you go home or or the next day you get up and you have your coffee you actually write it down but there's a there's that reflectiveness and that perspective isn't in the moment so you your your emotions come out hopefully you don't have to be a great writer you know but it starts you know subconsciously coming out and i that's the biggest regret in my entire life right now i've done a lot of dumb things i wished Given my my trajectory of my life, I wish I would have just wrote a journal, and it didn't have to be you know dear diary or any of that stuff. But I I've said this many times to my kids. I've said this. Like, I yeah. I wish you, you would have done this. I would, would be you, afraid would that you, somebody would find it and 
read these notes from 40 well, we, years we ago would and all, i don't and, and i'm we, and we'd publish and it after you died or publish it now and, I mean, and change things it. i might say when i'm 20 i don't want people to read then don't I, put it I in enjoyed, don't. I enjoyed wearing blackface to that party last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know. there are things that will bite you on the ass, absolutely. Yeah. But maybe today I got my Victorian you. butt plugs. Tried those out. <laughs> you know, I've decided no. this is the life for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, you. I mean, again, you you the don't write it gone. for you don't write it for posterity, or you don't write it to give to somebody per Why se. Why do you write it? Do you, to have that, to have that. Oh my God! Re to reflective time every day. You spend twenty minutes just thinking about things, and you're not you're not thinking about politics or whatever. You're just like, oh. So it's not to have the journal for reference. It's to serve you now for some reason. To right? do to do the journaling. Both. I think. Yeah. I think it's. Oh. I think it's both. I think it's therapeutic, but I also think that you guys all have old pictures, right? It's the same thing. You go and look at the old pictures that you have, and you. You remember that, right? But it, the picture, oh yeah, it changes. You know your perspective of that changes. Like you're looking at yeah. a picture. Oh, why did I take that picture? Why did I? Where were we? Oh, what were we doing? Oh, oh man, I was an asshole that day, right? Or whatever. But you don't. Maybe you don't remember that, or or it's changed now. You 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 go back and look at it and say, wow. You know, had I wish I would have written that down. What would I? How would the the written word? match the picture or if you don't have a picture i would like you know i would love to remember my first day in new york i remember a lot of it but i don't if i would have written it down there would have been so much more i made it through the first day the money yeah. my mother put aside for my coffin is still safe yes in the refrigerator under the lettuce you know yeah it's just that that I really I think that is the number one thing that I regret and wish I could have you know and I've said this to my kids many times write it down, write it in your phone just don't don't take pictures just mm -hmm. write something down, you yeah. know. What's funny you talk about pictures. I mean I think about when we started doing digital cameras and then taking pictures on our phone and all you you never look at that shit. I mean I've got photo albums. I can tell you all the kind of things that happened. 70s 80s night early 90s or whatever but then you want to you want a picture from 2010 nope i can't with it i don't know what that is or yeah or it's one on a hard drive somewhere or even the ones that you you know I, I know every once in a while i get these things that you know you know pops up three years ago today this picture was taken and i'm like yeah i don't even look at it i'm like i, I couldn't have been that important i probably took picture of you know the, the pipe i was fixing in the backyard why do i need that i just haven't erased yeah. it you know yeah. So I, I don't know. That's a, that's an interesting thing because I do think everybody, I didn't think that's why there were such great writers and great stories, because I think people did that as an, as a, as a way to, you know, whether it was therapy, whether it was just, you know, you know, or just having get through the day, you know? Yeah. And it became, and it became habit. Yeah. I think that's, you know, I, I wrote a couple of books that no one's ever going to read and I really enjoyed doing it. Exactly. And if you read those, reread those, then you're going to have certain, you know, like, oh, yeah, you, you, yeah some of them are like, oh, this, this is a good, this is a good story. Or I have a typo there on page 298. Yeah, that kind of stuff. No. Well, that's a great, idea. that's a great little, well, you should start, you should start journaling tonight instead of watching uh, CSI. I don't watch CSI, but I think, uh, I think it's, I, you know, I, I think I should too, but at the same time, it's like, it, that's what I think. I get a lot of regrets like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Well, you can do that now. Well, okay. No, because then they'll just bring up I didn't do that. It's like the guitar thing with me, you know? Oh, I should sit down and start playing just whatever I can play. Well, well, if I'd have done this three years ago or if I'd have done this, I'd been, you know, if I beat myself up over that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I know. I know that feeling. Yeah. You know, and that's not fun. You know, that's not a fun feeling, you know? But... God, I'm so depressed now. <laughs> well, enjoy episode 98, everybody. <laughs> episode 98. Advice 98. from three old fucks. Yeah. We've got, the, we've got the advice. It's a shame we don't have an audience that actually asks for advice or anything like that. But um, yeah. maybe when we hit 100, that's when it'll really start kicking in. Yeah, these are just our warm-up episodes. You know, we could look at the, <laughs> this whole podcast is really just us journaling. 
without writing anything down. You know, just, hey, just a you know what? brain dump. You know, you're right. Mm-hmm. I think that you will look at that. Well, I think um, I think a, a listener just wrote in with a question, right? Hold on. Shut up, shut up about hey, the buffalo. Does it mean anything when it burns when you pee? All right. John, take this one, please. Yes, it means you need to go see a doctor. I mean, that's one of the that's one of the things in my hundred uh, <laughs> list of a hundred things. You know, go get go know when to go get a damn checkup. I mean, I know a ton of people like well, I haven't been to the doctor and what well, you, you know, you should probably go to get right. a checkup. Yeah, just to go, just to like yeah. Sometimes I agree. I, I kind of have a, a, a doctor thing of I'm gonna wait a little while before I go to a doctor because there's so many times I'm like, oh, you know, doc, I've got this. I got this chest pain and you know, am I having a, am I having a heart attack and whatever? And then like after a few days, it's, you know, by the time I can get into my appointments, it's gone. And it was because I was holding my phone in my left hand all the time and getting a cramp or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's some of that, but then there's other things like, you know, you should get a, you should get a test for stuff every once in a while. Try to to catch that uh, prostate cancer before it kicks in, you know? You said yeah. once though something interesting, John. You said uh, it's like you had you 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 said a quote that you read mm-hmm. somewhere. The secret to a long life is not letting a doctor find some little thing wrong with you and start treating it. Let your body take care of it, because some little thing the doctor goes, "Oh my God, we got to do a big CAT scan now," but it's a little. It doesn't matter. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do that. You know, and where you might have been better off, you just like ignored it, and your body. Or you, or you just, or yeah, you just didn't know about it at all. I think it was there was a there was a thing. I don't know. I don't know if it caught on, but there was like an, a whole body scan that you could get. You know, yeah, life scan. Yeah, and it was like yeah. they they just map every organ and bone and everything's different colors, and they're like, I see a tiny little calcium deposit in this vein down here below your knee and we we really need to watch that because and my thought was shit i mean we haven't been watching everybody's bodies all the time so yeah if you got something terrible and you know yeah go ahead and get it seen about but i mean we don't we don't know that shit doesn't go wrong and then get better on its own so i think our body fixes things all the time yeah I, w- I kind of wonder, like, if I ever get cancer and they're like, oh, man, you're just going to die. I might not do the chemo and all that kind of stuff and go, uh, you know, get a, that, get a motorcycle really, and kind of uh, Bob Seger it, you know. But believe yeah. me, they really push it. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Oncologists, and, and, they're like, you have to have this. It's like, does it increase my chances of living longer? By two weeks. Well, then go <laughs> fuck yourself. I'm not going to fucking do that. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? I mean, and they they really get mad. Like, what well, you know, our friend got yelled at by a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because she was being Trying. progressive and yeah. and look at her, she looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. well, so, but then on the other side, you've got Steve Jobs, right? He had some kind of cancer, and he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna eat only fruit or whatever." And then at the at the end, he's like, "Shit, I wish I would have got done what the doctor said." Yeah, well, name somebody who had that bad of liver cancer that survived anyway. I mean, well, I don't know, you know, you know, and I say that, and I did know somebody who had pancreatic cancer and they're still alive. Mm. They survived. I don't, that's one of those cancers you don't hear about surviving. Yeah. I'm cheering this up again, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) There's Kelly's topic to worry about for the rest of the day. Where is my pancreas and does it hurt? Honey, get the Benoit balls. I'm almost done. Get them out. Just lube them up for me. The Benoit. That's what that string is for. It's the flossing. Just get those get those cells loose from your pancreas. Yikes! You should go to the the sex shop and so uh, yeah. Where do you keep your uh, Benoit balls? And they're like, well, they're over there, sir. I'm go- I'm looking for an eight footer. Uh, <laughs> they're like, you know, we and I need a lot. I need a lot. You know, right. And they're, you know, what, what's the maximum length you got? It's a bachelor party. Okay. I'm going to swallow one and then I'm going to keep the other one. And they're just, you know, kind of here between the cheek and gum until it comes out the other end. I I got friends and we're going to kind of all do it together kind of thing. So we have to make sure it's all connected, you know, it's a dare. Okay. It's a dare. You know, that would be really interesting to work at like some big name freaky sex shop and just, hi, how can I help you? Right. You'd be like when you work at Walmart, you stand there. 
welcome to um dicks, pleasure pleasure dicks and shits or whatever it's called pleasure check <laughs> dicks and chicks what i would do is i would but that'd be great to get it right to work at one of those places but wear like an orange vest from home depot with at the same time and just going yeah it's my i do a lot of things you know we're just always you. standing beside a cone that says <laughs> caution floor is wet <laughs> or you have the thing like when you come in and there's hand sanitizer on on one side anal lube on the other squirt 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 <laughs> all right there you go that's a great ending yeah there we, we go brought it, we brought it all woo, 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 woo. all right you listeners you're the best you're the <laughs> you were amazing today you listeners and i just want to say thank you for being there for us ah uh. <laughs> All right. Good night, gentlemen. Bye. Have a fabulous day. <laughs> you're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs>